Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. I am your host, Scott Needham. I'm an Amazon seller and software developer, been uh, working on the platform for nearly a decade. Um, And while it has been a long time, I still learn things every single day. And um, this today's guest, I actually met at a casino night for Amazon sellers that uh, I was a part of last July. Maybe you'll recall um, me talking about it if you follow other things that I do. Um, but I uh, had a really interesting and great conversation with uh, Paul Barron. And we're continuing that conversation. I, you know, what, when I was talking with him just now, I was like, 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 hey, let's pause this conversation. Let's hit the record button because this is too good. Like we don't even need to repeat ourselves because the story is selling itself. We we're going to cover uh, talking about you know his experience, but but specifically he has a lot of experience with Amazon coupon codes and how to use them. These are the ones. These are the coupon codes that are on uh, Seller Central own promotions platform. And so I think never covered the subject. So super excited to dive in. Um, Paul, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me, Scott. This is fun. You're you've been an Amazon seller for a while. Uh, you um, have a few successful products, and I've never seen people use coupon codes the way that you are. Um, and so, give us a little bit of background about you know your selling, and um, you know, and, and we'll take it from there. Yeah. So I got started in 2015. Um, I have a background in digital marketing, started in 2008, uh, worked as a consultant and internally at and, uh, at a marketing agency uh, from about 2010 to 2012, um, but really started working, you know, doing this full-time, I guess, selling on Amazon. Well, technically it's full-time in 2016, but started in 2015. Our very first sale ever was the first Prime Day ever. And it wasn't, that wasn't by design. It was just you know, Amazon randomly, they're like, Hey, we're doing prime day this year. Nobody, nobody knew what prime day was. They didn't care then like they do now. And it just so happened that our inventory was live. It went live on prime day. Like just like think of all the sequences of events that like you have to like orchestrate now to make sure that that (laughs) that happens. Yeah, no, it's, it's, if, if you're launching a product, private label, like four months out of, you know, that's, that's a fast, timeline. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Cause we, so we took a course and my background in digital marketing, I kind of was looking through this course from that eyes of like brand building and okay. So we're not just looking for a cool product to sell where we can just, you know, put it in a box with our name on it. No, I want to build a brand. Um, so how can we take things that like, um, we can add a lot more unique, you know, selling propositions to, um, and then build a brand around that on Amazon. But we started the course in March. I think it was when we bought it. I think we started it in April. So it was April, May, June. Products went live in July. Mm-hmm. Like, so okay. I mean, that was like that was like quick, quick. turnarounds. That's super quick. So I mean, shoot, now with um supply chain backlog, you can't even yeah. get stuff shipped in four months. <laughs> yeah. If you were trying to launch a product the, the latter half of this year, good luck. Um, and so, you know, you're, you said something interesting about like, you know, building a brand with, uh, with a product, like, you know, um, you shared with me that you had, um, you know, tags inside of your product 
that had uh, humor. You know, they yeah. were like they were personal, and uh, people really loved that. Uh, yeah. Tell us a little bit more about like you know where those ideas came from and how it's actually benefited you now. Well, brands have personality first and foremost. Um, if you're thinking of a brand, you're going to think the things about the brand that sort of define that the look and the feel and the, the feelings that you get from the brand. Right. So that's what I mean by personality is like these feelings that they give like Apple, the feeling that I think of, you know, it's shifted over the years, but it was definitely at the start. I mean, it still is like elite, like, yeah, you know, it's like, you're a real designer. If you have a Mac, like, like, you, you know, almost like, if people have like a Dell computer and they're a designer, like you're not a designer, you don't have right. a Mac, you know what I mean? So that's like the brand feel. So that's, those are all the things that I think of when I think of building a brand is like, what am I, what are the emotions that I'm trying to evoke? What is, what is this feeling? What is the brand? What does this feel like? And um, our brand is in the baby space. We sell reusable swim diapers. So the entire purpose of our brand is to keep, well, not the entire purpose that of that, core line of products, rather. We have a lot of other tertiary products, but that's what we're known for. Um, the entire purpose of a swim diaper is, is to keep poop out of pools. That's it. That's the entire, and, it, and it's just a temporary barrier. So I spend a lot of, well, we spend a lot of our time thinking about poop and kids poop and, and making poop jokes. And so I figured that, you know, you could, you could be, you know, very dry and, um, boring doctoral you could call it fecal matter if you wanted to but here's the thing like parents like the first thing that my son did I honestly like one of the first things he did was poop in my hand when he was born it was hilarious and I tell that story <laughs> with him he thinks it's he thinks it's hilarious like his sister thinks it's hilarious so you know poop jokes right like we've been making them since forever and, you know, adults that don't laugh at them, I feel like they just need to loosen up a little bit. So right. we kind of <laughs> included that sort of humor as a sort of sub theme in our brand is that, you know, we just sort of have this uh, thread, this, this poop joke humor, humor thread that we sort of weave through everything. And so as a part of that, there's humor in our baked into our brand. So we have the for best results and for worst results. And we, we mimic that in all of our care labels and the first care label, um, it was, Honestly, most of my, most of my ideas are really bad. I don't generally think I'm a very funny person, but I feel like this one did really well uh, because it trends on Reddit all the time. And I'll read it to you. It says care for best results, knock solids into toilet, machine wash cold, do not bleach, tumble dry low. For worst results, let several poops accumulate, bleach in boiling water with red and white dress shirts, blow dry and roof rack. And the, the little thing about that was I remember I had to ask my wife if I could put that in. She's like, fine, whatever. Um, and I was like, I had to fight for it. Cause I was like, okay, no, here's what's going to happen. I bet people are going to take photos of it and they're going to put it on social or they're going to share it with their friends. And because we don't talk about it, it's like a little Easter egg. Every single person that does this thinks they're the first person to see it, which is that sort of surprise and delight, right? You want bare minimum, your brands, whatever it is that you're doing, bare minimum, you need to deliver on the, on what you promise, right? If you sell swim diapers, you need to deliver on the fact that they keep poop out of pools, like bare minimum. Yeah. And like anything above that, like any, any sort of surprise and delights where you can be like funny little things or like little free stuff, like, Hey, you know, you bought this, but we also sent you this as well. Like anything that you can do to surprise mm -hmm. and delight people. Now it just so happens that people love the care label and they take photos of it all the time. <laughs> 
Yeah. So I love this. And like, uh, it makes me want to go back to, we were uh, working on a product line that was like stuffed animals and and an accompanied like book with it. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think we missed some opportunities there to like, you know, to like say a little bit more and to be like, uh, you know, build that relationship or that rapport with, you know, the consumer, they like read something and like, you know, this is what kids are reading. And you, if you say something that's that sticks to their imagination, like they're not going to forget it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kids remember a lot, but like, this is, uh, you know, it certainly jogs my mind on some, you know, funny and interesting ways that like your brand can like be more than just a product and uh, start a, uh, so-and-so like, you know, like, like a relationship. Um, like uh, one thing, this, this may be gross, but like you got my brain thinking, like, I think it'd kind of be funny to have, a have a skid mark study pre pre-made <laughs> so that when people watch them, it's like, don't worry, we did it for you. You're not going to get it clean anyway. I mean, that'd be really gross. Your, your face says it all. <laughs> you guys can't see Scott's face. He's giving this really gross style. Like, Ugh, why would you do that? But <laughs> Oh, I mean, like, that's my sense of humor. I'm all in on that kind of thing. Um, it, it is also just like, you know, a gut reaction that like, not, not everyone's going to interpret the humor. Right. See, now, that's why I said most of my ideas are bad. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a big fan of like, you know, like shock value humor and like that. So that, yeah. I'd get that. And I'd actually, talk, I'd brag about, I'd be like, Oh, check this out. Like, guys, look at this. Um, well, so, but we got deep into talking about, um, you know, you have way more experience in, you know, digital marketing, uh, you know, pushing people to, uh, you know, buy your product, learn about it and even launching in and actually launching with in a, uh, you know, a TOS compliant way um, to catch people up. Uh, it is becoming increasingly frowned upon to manipulate search results. There's been some TOS updates in the last uh, few months where Amazon's clarified, you know, search find buy, like frowned upon. And, you know, they're, they're, they're uh, ramping up their wording and their actions on sellers. And, um, Paul has, you know, worked with like chatbots and a variety of ways to uh, advertise and engage with people. But like a few ideas that, like to me, were brand new, and I think like the you guys should uh, be aware of, you know, like you know Amazon coupon codes. So um, first off, tell me like you know you your thoughts on like rebates and like the process that you went through to uh, build out what you've been doing. Yeah. So the, the hard part, okay. So with all these like code, this update, right. So you got to look at what they, this is a two-part saga, right? It started with that um, forum post. There was a moderator that made that forum post. Everybody started freaking out because it was the first time that they called out things like search find by um, super URLs, those sorts of things. And, and um, they even put in stuff like funnels, like, come on. Anything resulting in a sale is a funnel. You're going to say that you don't like funnels, really? Amazon, really? Um, yeah. 
so the the point is, is that they want they when they updated the terms of service, they added some new language to where it says acting fairly. And really what it comes down to, and if you read the terms of service in conjunction with this um this forum post, they said several times on Amazon versus off Amazon. So if you look at like manip- they they say under acting fairly, you're not, you know, don't manipulate sales ranks such as by accepting fake orders or orders that you have paid for or refunded externally. And so that there's um or that you have discounted externally. So what they're what they said also in this this forum post update was they said Amazon has all of these tools built in. Use them. Basically, don't go out because why? It makes a bad experience for the end consumer because it was getting ridiculous, right? These search find buys were not just going from, hey, go to Amazon and look for, you know, beer koozie. We're between pages one and three. That's different, in my opinion, than saying, uh, go to Amazon, type in beer koozie. We're on page 20. Go through every page one at a time. Look at five other competitors. Go to our listing. Look at every image. Scroll down. Like, because that's this is how some people were running them. Yeah. Right? Because the algorithm's smart. Because you know, like, what's the normal search find by behavior of somebody that buys on Amazon? Well, Amazon knows. And I can guarantee you that it leaves a fingerprint when you have somebody that doesn't have a normal buying pattern of like, say they buy in home and garden, and then all of a sudden they're buying like things for people with babies, but Amazon knows you don't have a baby. So there's all these other things. Buyer quality score goes into it all all to say, coming back to this, like the whole idea of using rebates. I've always hated rebates. I always thought they were shady. I never liked them. Um, The reason why I don't like them is it comes back to brand building, right? Um, When Apple launched, did Apple think to themselves, did Steve Jobs say, you know what's going to help us make a lot of money? We're going to give all of our computers away. It just to, just to show the retailers that we have demand. And then we're going to hope that we start making money off of real sales. No, they don't. nobody would ever do that because it's stupid. Because what you're doing is you're training your audience to not buy from you. You're training your audience, if you actually are building an audience and if you care, that what they have to do is just wait long enough to get a really great discount. It's like anybody that buys at um, Bed Bath & Beyond. If you pay full price at Bed Bath & Beyond, you're doing it wrong. Like they literally send out a 20% off coupon all the time. And all you have to do is go to the front and say, oh, I forgot my coupon at home. <laughs> like, it's not that hard. But that's my point is if, if you think about it as building a brand and one of the assets in a brand is your audience and your goal should be to build an audience that is ecstatic to pay full price for your stuff. You are doing yourself a disservice by doing this thing where you're getting a rebate and you don't even know them. So for one, you're giving it to them for free. Most of the time, people don't even build a list. They were using these rebate launch services, right? So paying you know, a decent amount of money to just literally give their products away to fake a real sale. So in my head, I was always like, why would I want to fake a sale when I could get a real sale? That's really all it comes down to. I don't really think it's like rocket science, but apparently everybody freaking out about rebates did think it was rocket science. Um, so if you are freaking out about rebates, don't hate me. Just keep listening. Um, <laughs> coupons are coupons are your friends. Really. Um, one of the reasons why people didn't like coupons is because there was this myth. And I don't know that it's necessarily a myth, but everybody was like, well, I want a full price sale. 
and I'm trying to do this launch. Okay, well, I, okay, I can concede your point. If if you spent some time building up your brand where people would actually be willing to pay you when you launch, that's one thing, but that takes a long time. So I can understand what you wouldn't want to, or how you couldn't do that. So really there's, there's tons of coupons promotions that we have available inside Amazon that we were launching products with, you know, prior to this whole rebate thing, um, doing just coupon launches. And there's multiple ways you can do it. There's the group coupon code, which is, you know, you can set that up under the promotions tab and it's just an eight character thing. Sometimes you can customize it, but it's, um, you know, it has to be exactly eight characters. And that is, you know, kind of the bare minimum, right? So that you have a selection that you can select to show on the detail page or have it not be on the detail page, right? So let's say that if I was setting up Something for you, it would be Scott, S-E-O-T-T, like dash 20 or something, right? Scott dash 20, maybe. You could have that show on the product detail page. You could have that show on the product detail page if you wanted to. That's by default is the, or at least last time I set it up, it was, maybe it's not anymore, but it shows up on the product detail page and then it would be for whatever product selection. People still have to like, people still have to like copy and paste it and use it. Yeah, they would still have to copy paste it and use it. So that's so one method. That, that, that's almost like how coupons are kind of like where you have to like opt in, you have to check that box. Right. So how it shows up is that there's a whole bunch of promotions that we have running on our products all the time. Um and they show up. Yeah, so it's it's under special offers and product promotions. Um and then it would it would show up under there where it would be like whatever whatever discounts you have available. So like let's say you have a buy one get one free, it would show up under there, or it'd be like use this. There'd be a little hyperlink thing that you you tap, and then it shows you like use this on this code or some, or on this um, purchase. The other way, you do that, but then you set up unique one time use codes, which Amazon will give you like a CSV. Yeah. Say you know, and then those are all one time use, but basically it's a it's a variation of the group code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't love that route just because, you know, you're dealing with a list of codes and you right. give it to people. And then I guess you said there's this like group code that you could kind of just like copy paste and right. give, it to, give it to everyone. Um, is there, there, there is a way where like people either can combine codes and get products for almost free. Like yeah. you've heard those horror stories. What, what's, the, what's the way, you do, what, what's the thing to avoid right here? There's a lot to avoid. So the other thing too, that you want to make sure that I'm on your Amazon dashboard, there's, there's under advertising, there's coupons and there's promotions. So I'm not talking about where it says coupons. That's, yeah, yeah, we're talking, yeah, exactly. We're talking promotions. Right. The coupons now that would, I don't know why they have them separated to be completely honest, Scott. It doesn't, doesn't make sense to me because a coupon's a coupon. Yes. Like, um, these, but they, they, they functionally are being used different. in different ways. Right. Like one's that little green checkbox and the green badge. Right. This is like a different, yeah. Right, yeah. So this is like the coupons under the underneath the coupon heading. That's where you can do like, you know, it's it, they're clipped to save coupons. Yep. So you set whatever percentage those are and they're, it's right. a lot easier for people. It's like, I think it's 60 cents per redemption. Um, plus you're losing whatever the discount sale is, yeah. you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, under this, okay. it's actually under under the promotions tab. So, so yeah, yeah. So promotions. What's so? Just tell us about one way that like people can like really mess up. Yeah. So we did this once. The setting up the buy one get one wrong. So let's say that you want to buy product A and get product B for free. Just set it up on product A. 
Because if I say buy product A, get product B for free, we had it set so that we had to buy product B, get product A for free. And what people were doing was adding those to the cart and they would cancel each other. Like this one was free. And because this one was also in the cart, that one was free. That makes sense. Oh, really? So I, I, so I set up the buy one, get one twice. And I only needed to set it up once. And we lost, thankfully, like I was on it right away. And I was seeing, I was like, wow, this person ordered 30 times and paid nothing. And we emailed them and say, hey, this was our, our honest mistake. We're a small family company. Would you mind canceling your order? And of course they didn't reply. But that's one that like that legit that happened to us. So don't do that. Yep. Um, the other way is combining. Uh, you can combine that that coupon, the actual clip to save coupon with anything. Even if you say, so like under like when you're setting up, say, a promotion for a percentage off, you can have it set so that it's called preferential it's by default amazon used to change like you used to be able to um yeah have it set to be let's see yeah you can't you can't change that anymore but preferential meaning you used to use it says claim code combinability you used to yeah. be able to have it set so that you can change that that's no longer available but the difference is so with a group code you can only use one group code Right. So you can't yeah. use multiple group codes, and then, but you, you can use the group code in addition to um, a clip to save coupon and in addition to a social media um, uh, landing page code as well. And they, they actually say that when you're setting it up is that these can be combined with other offers. So a group code is probably more the traditional uh, code that like people know, you know, where like right. you add it on the checkout in the car and you get that discount. Right. So, and then there's this social code, right? The social media promo code, you know, this is interesting too. And this comes back to, so understanding where the industry has sort of risen and fallen on, on, you know, like rebates and search, find buy and all this stuff. The reason why people didn't like social media promo codes or coupon codes in general was they wanted the full price sale and having a coupon doesn't, it's not a full price sale, right? So it's a, it's a discount, whatever on Amazon then. So they didn't want the discount to be appearing on Amazon. Then they wanted Amazon to think that it was a full price sale. That was one reason why people weren't using coupon codes. The other reason why people in general haven't used them and definitely didn't use the social promo code, or you don't hear much about it is because there's no way to have the social media promo code be a, a super URL. And everybody wanted during all their launches, right? They wanted super URLs, uh, to basically, you know, have like mimic a keyword search, right? Yeah. And then they would go to um, probably a search find by after it was ranking. And, you know, then it would generally go to, um, you get a rebate most of the time is what most people were doing. Um, so if you haven't heard about them, that's probably why. But it's it's very simple to set up the social promo code. So first and foremost, you have to have um, your purchased items um, you have to have it set like, um, your product selection. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. You know, you have a, uh, the code works for a product list, like a list of ASINs, right? Like a list of ASINs or a brand list or whatever. Now with a social media promo code, it, it only works with an ASIN list with this promotion type. Okay. So say you want to do every SKU that you have and you have 30, you're gonna have to put all 30 SKUs in there, you know, save for 500, so on and so forth. Or you can select only like specific ones. But the point is that, so you select your purchase item, it has to be an ASIN list, you select your percentage off, 
Um, and you would have it say apply and it applies to the purchased items. So say it's like 25% off or 35% off. You could then say, okay, so got this, um, one unit in checkout, unlimited units and checkouts, unlimited units in unlimited checkouts. And then you can also set the claim code yourself too, but that doesn't necessarily matter because the way that Amazon does this is they give you a landing page. And then from that landing page, you could just give that landing page directly to your social media influencers, right? So after you go through, you set up your, uh, or let's say you want to uh, do it yourself or you want to send it on, on blast or something, your email or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, once you hit create, they give you a URL for the landing page for this. And the way that it's set up is whatever items you have selected will show up on that page. So if you select every item in your library, it'll be like a multiple page thing. Um, you know, this is page one of three uh, for us. Um, and it just says like right here, like we set up on the other day, it says save 20% on the eligible items below. The only items that show up are your items yep. that you've selected. So you could give that URL just as is to, let's say, if you have influencers that you work with, you could give that to them. Now, what we do is we, we take this a step further and um, we plug that URL. So this is the landing page that says, you know, the 20, save 20% off. Um, we plug that into um, the attribution. And yeah. so attribution API, for those that don't know, it, or not, not sorry, not API, the attribution is where... You can see where the links are coming from. Uh, if you know traffic's coming from Facebook, you use a Facebook link. If, you're, yeah. if it's coming from Google, you do that. And so if you are actually doing PPC on those different channels, you could actually know how well they're performing. Right. Right. Exactly. It's kind of a pain in the ass because you have to set it up for every single channel. Right. It's not like a Facebook pixel where you install the pixel and then it just tells you where the traffic came from. And how long they say it and all that stuff. It's not like that. Yeah. It would be nice if it was because Amazon has that capability. I don't know why they don't do that. But anyway, um, you have to set it up individually per channel. So let's just say you are uh, on Instagram and you just, that's it. So you would set up your ad group and then, you know, give the ad group, whatever name you want it to be. And then you would select the publisher to be Instagram. Then you put in the URL that it's supposed to go to. So this link click goes to this URL. The URL that it's going to is that 20% off landing page that yep. we created with a social promo code, right? So then that long, it gives you, spits out this long, crazy link, which is like, it takes a normal size link, which it's like amazon.com slash GP slash MPC slash like blah, blah, blah. That's the link. It's like a 10 character thing for your landing mm -hmm. page. Um, what you get from the attribution link is like, I don't know, it's, I don't know. It's really long and it's convoluted. So what we do then, and now you could just give that to people or you can create a redirect and then you can give them that link. So it's super, super simple. Let's say it's an organic post and like we own, let's you have a subdomain like deals.brand.com forward slash Amazon. You could redirect that to the crazy long ass link. Um, the other thing that you could do with these links is that you could say, if you're working with influencers, you could give them that long ass link, the attribution link, and they can put their attribution tag onto it, or they can put their, their affiliate tag onto it. Yeah. 
but then they're getting an affiliate commission. You're getting 10% back because you're brand registered. And this is a brand attribution link. That's one thing that you do. We take it a step further. We get the affiliate, like the associates IDs from all of our influencers. We do it for them. We create a short link. And so it's like deals.bblittles.com slash Heather dash 20. And if it was like unique for like Pinterest or something, we, you know, we, we have the process set up in place. So my point is um, with these types of coupons, with promotions on Amazon, with launching things on Amazon, it's very simple to do it with just coupon codes. There's no reason that you need to use rebates. There's a whole slew of options and there's a whole slew of options that you could do like attribution, all that. You know, we could spend another like entire podcast on the second half of what um, you were getting to, you know, once you have the influencers, like how to like them generate, you know, traffic or like, you know, you have experience with like chatbots and advertising. Um, But before we even jump into that, if people are buying products on Amazon, just with like a social coupon, say it's 25% off on this landing page, the scenario that we've set up, Mm -hmm. how is that benefiting a launch? Is it helping it rank on keywords? Is it, um, yeah, like, uh, yeah. So in general, uh, this is the sort of thing, unless it comes from a direct, like a, like a keyword search, right. On Amazon. So say again, beer koozies, I wanted to rank for beer koozies, this Yeti koozie, right? If I go to Amazon and I type beer koozies and I scroll and I find the Yeti and I add it to my cart and I buy it, that's going to give the most keyword rank, right? Because it shows a conversion for beer koozie. Um, Otherwise, if it's a canonical link or like this social proof, this social URL, it's kind of like whatever they're indexing for already just helps them rank better for it's not targeted. And it is, but it, but it, but also spreading it out across more. Right. And the other thing that you could do too, let's say that you're not even using this social link, right? So you just do a normal coupon link where it's the group code, Scott 20 or something, right? Say that's the code. And I just say, go to Amazon, find us on Amazon or his, you know, use Scott 20. We're on Amazon. Now, if you were to tell people like find our beer koozie on Amazon, in my opinion, again, I'm not an Amazon internal employee. I'm not a lawyer, um, but that's not coaching people what to search for. You say, find our beer koozie on Amazon, use this code for 20% off. They're going to search whatever they want to search. Most likely they're going to search beer koozie because you said, find our beer koozie. And they might search your brand, but still your brand associated, search, but associated with the search. Right. They might search your brand. They might search brand beer koozie, or they might search brand beer holder or whatever, right? The key is that you are not coaching people what to search. And that's really what I see in all of Amazon's terms of service is especially like when it comes to rebates, you know, you're not allowed to pre-filter rebate or not rebate, sorry, um, reviews. You're not allowed to pre-filter uh, filter reviews based on sentiment, right? A lot of people would have in funnels or even on inserts, good experience, leave a review bad experience, give us a call. Now, as a business owner and as a seller, that just is good customer service. I would much rather address somebody's anger if they had a bad experience, get it squared away. 
Like I get that, but it's coaching according to Amazon. You're yeah. coaching people. You're only wanting good reviews. And the same thing applies to searching, right? Um, so coming back to what it helps with ranking, um, this is all predicated on the idea that you have a well-optimized listing, that you're indexed for the relevant keywords that people are looking for, for your product, right? Yeah. So the way that things stand right now, I would most likely, you know, this this works just fine because you're not having people search. You're bypassing search if you're using the social the social link, yeah. right? They're not having to search. So that will help you start indexing and being ranked for whatever it is that you're trying to rank. If you're wanting to say use the group code uh, like promo code combined with some sort of search element of some type, I would probably tag that on like after I did like a heavy amount of PPC or at least was verified that I was between a certain page range or something. Yeah. Um Point is, Amazon cares about the 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 customer experience to the extent that, like, if you're making people hop jump through hoops just so that you can get rank, like that's a bad experience for their customers. Right, right. Well, and then um, on top of that, like, selling a product is actually always telling Amazon information. You're right. they're telling you know you're telling them like conversion rate, and you know. Uh, and then eventually, you know, this also can lead to reviews. So there's many reasons why this is a totally viable launch strategy on its own. And um, yeah, I, 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 you know, they're, you're the first person to come here and talk about like the promotions, specifically with some of these coupon codes, different ways to use them. Like I like the social ones and then the group codes and that they can really like complement almost a variety of launches. Um, and I mean, shoot, like we really could talk another 30 minutes about the next half of, you know, you know, so using like the social influencers, finding them, how they would be thinking about, uh, sharing these links. And then even just like Facebook advertising, you did mention about like a pixel, mm -hmm. uh, the pixel is the, you know, essentially like it tracks a, a person. Uh, so Facebook understands, you know, who is actually clicking on your stuff if you right. want to follow up, up with them. So it's almost like the, the thing of the pixel is like helping you create an audience. Mm -hmm. we, we use, so there's pixels that we use and there's, we can use them in, I mean, any of those coupon, the, the social promo coupon links that we give to people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the other thing that you could do too. So this is not even couponing. Let's say that you just want to, you're working with social media influencers. You could take your store URL and append your social medias, your, your influencers. So let's say like Scott Needham. Um, let's say that was your, your, your store, your associates ID. Um, I could append your, your associates ID to the end of my store. And then give you that, and then I could minimize use a use a link shortener. I use Pixel Me or Pixel Fi Me. Kind of confusing because they both have Pixel and Me in them. One is Pixel Fi Me, one is Pixel Me dot <laughs> Me. Um, <laughs> both do basically the same thing. I'm sure those companies love each other. I <laughs> know, right? No brand, no brand confusion whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> um, but incidentally, I know the I know the the owners of or the, the founder of pixel me. And I met the owner of pixel me recently. So I know both okay. the owner. <laughs> um, suffice to say 
what this is, is so it's like a deals.brand.com, right? So yeah. I put in a subdomain deals. Um, I like branded URLs and I love like, let's say that your, your brand is, um, zoom audio gear. Like I would do like zag.club if that's available or zag.life or zag.io. That would be my, I'd buy that domain. I'd plug it into like pixel me or pixel me. And then I'd say, I want this, this destination URL, you know, appended with, you know, your, your associates, you know, code or whatever. Um, and I want that like that to be the destination URL. I want to shorten it and I want it to be pretty. So it'd be like, like zag.club slash Scott. Yeah. And then that would forward to whatever I want it to forward to. And in the process, I could pixel people in the process, meaning yeah. that I would get, I would get data for my advertising benefit on Facebook that I could say that that I could either track that as a conversion or I could add, you know, anybody on there, I could then remarket to if I wanted to in the future, yeah. there's, there's any number of ways that you could use it, but and, and uh, for, for those that are listening, like remarketing is one of the most cost-effective ways of just marketing in general, right? Because these are people that know you that are, they're a warm audience at the very least. Right now, ideally um, we'd be able to pixel them when we, when they made a purchase, all this is showing is that they hit the link to view the products. So we don't know that they actually <laughs> made a purchase like on your website, you can set it so that um, a purchase event that triggers the pixels so that you can optimize for that. But the point is, there's a lot of ways that you can use coupons. There's a lot of ways that you can use what's built in to Amazon already, even without the coupons, like say the storefront URL, right? You yeah. can give the storefront URL with a group coupon code too. That's another way that you could do it. All to say, yeah, there's a lot to be done within Amazon's software. Well, is, so many options and like you, you've given us a lot and a lot of benefit, you know, very clear. We, we were doing a little bit of our own influencer marketing this last summer and you know, we probably did a few things the wrong way. You know, I would take this podcast immediately and just like give it to, you know, our person that was, that was managing those promotions and we'd be in a lot better shape than we are now. Um, but well, I mean, like we, I, I think, you know, you're one of those, uh, people on Amazon that have been around for a while and have like, really seen a lot of things and, you know, we, we certainly could talk for uh, a great length and, and maybe we will, uh, you know, bring you back on to hit more of the, uh, you know, the, the other part of the, the funnel, the marketing, but like, um, uh, if, you know, if people want to like learn more about, you know, your services you're offering, like, what, or, or even just, you know, what you, you teach, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Yeah. Uh, just go to check me out at the chat agency.com. So like we're chatting right now. It's the name of my, that's yeah. Makes sense. Right. We do chat marketing services for you. So okay. made it, made it super simple. Yep. Um, you know, usually those people that end up really like acting this out on a very regular basis are the most informational on how to do marketing. A lot of times Amazon professionals, like, uh, there's just too many things that we're worried about you know, logistics and all that and inventory to get really good at this. So yeah, I recommend yeah. anyone that wants to like try this out, like, you know, um, learn from Paul and uh, uh, really get, uh, you know, more in-depth knowledge uh, so that, you know, you can uh, try this out yourself. Um, uh, but uh, 
Um, Paul, is there anything that I'm missing or, um, I mean, I mean, thank you so much for, for coming yeah. and talking about it. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, like you said, <laughs> we, <laughs> I tend to get a little bit too in the weeds. And so it's, um, if people, hey, <laughs> if people, my audience knows that I'm fine in the weeds. Uh, you know, I, I, I rather get there and actually talk about, you know, high level things than, um, you know, just be very surface level, uh, because, you know, the point of, you know, this is, is so people can actually make their business better tomorrow. Um, but so weeds are friendly. That's good. Um, okay. Well, that, that makes wraps up today's episode. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. I actually, by the time this goes live, like we're December 1st ish, uh, probably going to be into the new year. So hopefully your new year is going really well and, uh, hope to, uh, hear from you soon. All right. Take care, everyone. One, two, three. Yeah.